Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolder and the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next 30 minutes and coming from each of our individual homes or offices. Having a little bit of uh, internet uh, problems this morning with uh, Insight. I switched over to my Verizon phone, which has given us a good signal. So thank you, Verizon. That's the first problem. It's not Insight anymore. I think no, it's, it's, oh, it's Com- right. Comcast or <laughs> no, Spectrum. Well, Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed, <laughs> that's your problem. You're still they, on Insight. They changed their name <laughs> to prevent us from looking up how bad the service is. Yeah, we got that. Exactly. All right, here with us, that was my son, Greg, who is, uh, does our marketing, photography, and so much more, thanks to him being back. Also, here with us, in for Lee Harris, who's under the weather today. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Thanks for filling in there, Kev. Hey, Kaz, great to be with you this morning. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, they do a great job as well. Kevin closes the loans, but Randy's the one who initiates them over at Swan Financial, 6450736. Good to have you here, Mr. Rocky. Up Good first, morning, Bob. Good morning. Up first, so if you hear a delay, it's, it's the internet. Um... The story that's gone viral around the world, and if you haven't heard about it, uh, the 3D tour. So the background is there's a listing here in Louisville. We're not going to mention the street because I'm advised uh, by my broker that that would not necessarily. If you've been on social media in the past couple of days. You know it. You know who it is. It's, it's pinged you. The IP has hit your, your address. You've seen it. It appears as normal with the description of a three-bedroom, four-bath home, and then it's got a 3D tour, which we do all the time, but this 3D tour takes you through a house that, well, has some unusual amenities. The, the, the promo is find the bathtub in the house. So you go through the 3D tour. Social media users became flabbergasted at the scope of the home and have since been challenging each other to take the 3D tour and try to find the tub. After only a few clicks, it becomes clear that the task will be much harder to accomplish than anyone uh, expects, and it is a messy home, bit of a mess home. So we're not going to mention the name, just letting you know, Louisville once again has uh, made it to the top of another list. Uh, for an obscure reason, <laughs> at, at best, at best, and, and I called Bob when we got some one of our agents from another state sent this to us in a text message, and I called. Yeah. I said, Bob, what we? I see this all the time. What I, I go into homes like this all the time. What is different about this? And this is literally just the power of like social media and going viral. One of the famous uh, Kentucky sports radio uh, blogs picked it up here locally. Yeah. It kind of ran. Must have been a slow news day. That's all I know down there, and it just kind of uh, took off. Awesome. Still, still to me, I have no idea. Yeah, I just looked years. it up. Yeah, it you made New it? York Post. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm oh, it's everywhere. It's around everywhere. New York around Post. the country. Yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah. there's. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we're gonna start light. We're gonna go into some heavier stuff, more information about the market, things like that. But I wanted to give you some some fun off the top of the show because we're so serious all the time with COVID and all that stuff. The market's still continuing to rebound. We'll talk about that in a second. But do you know what a contingency is, folks? Kevin, would you describe in a contract what a contingency is? Well, you, you enter into a, an agreement in, in most cases to purchase property, and you have various contingencies. Uh, the most uh, often one is the financing contingency, where you have to obtain, be able to obtain the buyer financing under terms as good or better than set forth in the purchase contract. And if you cannot, within a certain period of time, the contingency allows you to get out of the contract 
and there's no damages for breach because it is indeed a contingency. And there are, as Kevin mentioned, and Randy, you would agree, an appraiser comes out from all mortgage companies and appraises value, correct? That is correct. Yep. So, and then there's inspection contingencies. Um, contingencies, and usually within 10 days, right, Bob? Yeah. You have 10 Inspections, days to right. cancel or, yep. yes. Right. By the way, I should tell you that if you want to see this show video-wise, you can go to uh, louisvilleanswers.com, and that's a redirect to our YouTube channel where we'll have this up as well. So we talked about the finance contingency. We've talked about the inspection. There's some others, but there's some odd contingencies that are making their way around the country. And I thought you might be interested to hear a little bit about some of the odd contingencies. One of them is... Uh, I'm selling a house right now that is being sold with the cat. This is Eli Karen. He's a real estate professional in Santa Cruz, California. The cat has lived there for three years, and the owners don't want to relocate him. The property attracted six offers and is currently under contract. So the cat goes with the house. Absolutely. Wait, haven't we all seen the Oz if you've not seen Ozark on Netflix, that if you don't remember the house that they buy originally in Ozark has a man living in the basement. Yeah. He sells it to them contingent upon him letting to live in the in the basement. <laughs> yep. Now, first season's great. Kind of goes off the road. It does. But the end of that the fourth season is incredible. So yeah, if you have a pretty good ending. Yeah. In Philadelphia. So if you don't like yeah. cats, I guess you don't get the house. Is that correct? No, I mean, you're not going to buy it. No, you got to have, you got to like the house. <laughs> There's enough cat lovers out here, Randy. Come on. It's not just all like cats. I understand that. I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying that is, that is hilarious. <laughs> it really is. It's a deal killer for Randy. In Philadelphia, <laughs> a homeowner who has hung a fake skeleton outside of her front door during all seasons. This is. I guess appropriate for this time of year, is making the sale of her home contingent on keeping the tradition alive. The owner swaps out the skeleton's clothes frequently, so the buyer must agree in this contingency to do the same. The owner got her wish. A buyer has agreed to continue dressing the skeleton in order for the sale to move forward. Oh, I got a question for Kevin yeah, on this. Yeah, okay, uh -huh. so what happens if they agree to this and the next year the skeleton's gone? <laughs> how do you, how do you enforce happens? it? But yeah, how do you, it, you, you go to court. Put some money in escrow for like 10 years and just, just in case. You can do that. <laughs> but it's like, does a buyer just say yes to anything and uh, then proceed to do yeah, whatever sure. they want? Yeah, where's the cat now? I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> well, so watch it. I know a lot of us. A lot of us are animal lovers who listen to the show and participate Absolutely. in it. Oh, yeah. In Chicago, a real estate professional, Jamie Lemons, told the local paper there that she sold a home in which the retired owners requested the ability to continue visiting the backyard to pay their respects to their late golden retriever, Buffy, who was buried there. Uh, in the contract, the real estate attorney added an addendum saying the sellers could visit the yard Sundays between noon and two. Mm, all the good feelings right there. That's sweet. I, well, I wouldn't seriously. have a problem with that, though. I mean, if somebody Sometimes. really was attached, I could understand yeah. they're attached to an animal. Yeah, that, that wouldn't. That, that that doesn't probably. Yeah, I mean, as a buyer, you might be a little bit more home. weirded out that there's you know a graveyard in the backyard. Uh, of sorts, but if you're okay with it. No, and that happens that we sell a lot of homes where there's a little pet 
a headstone Buffy, in the backyard Buffy's or a, the backyard. A, a rock that in, signifies that. We understand that. Uh, there's another real estate agent, um, uh, and I won't use her name, a real a professional in um, Pinecrest, Florida, who says she recalled selling a house last year for a widow who made the sale of the home contingent on the new buyer keeping her husband's ashes in a partitioned area behind the master bedroom's closet. Mm. And the buyer agreed. So yeah. those are some of the um, contingencies that are mm. above and beyond the norm that you and I... That's, and, that last one, that one. That's, yeah, that's, that, one, that's, that, uh, that one's a little tough. I, I'd have a tough time. I agree with yeah. you, Greg. That's yeah. a yeah. tough. The other one's... Okay, this one. So let's talk about buying a home because it's it really is a great investment to help families increase their value and more the equity itself uh from owning a home can help you in so many ways kevin or greg or randy would you want to jump in on equity and how that helps yeah. a family's net worth go ahead uh well here is what's interesting the net worth of of a home buyer in the united states and I, i'm not more than four thousand off either way is 196,000 net worth if you own a home. The net worth of a renter is 8,000. Yeah, you're pretty close on that. And the, and certainly, listen, this is a real estate show, and we're going to tell you the positives of, of buying real estate. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But there's a lot of real heavy-duty facts in this that are legitimate that you need to take to heart, that there's a reason that so many people buy homes. Uh, and those who are renting, you're just giving up a chance to own something that's going to appreciate in value. And according to Mark Fleming, who's the chief economist at First American, he says, as homeowners gain equity in their homes, they're more likely to consider using that equity to purchase a larger or more attractive home. And the wealth effect of rising equity continues. We're seeing, we're seeing that in, in play right now. It's, it's forcing everyone's hand to use their equity in, in a sense. Now they've, they've had the idea, interest rates have dropped Inventory is still not there, but they are, as in, you know, lots of people, we see it. They're yep. just wanting to get bigger places, uh, well, backyards, you know, move out of the city, you know. When everybody talks about income inequality, but home ownership is wealth inequality. If you rent continuously, you just cannot build up sufficient equity to do other things that you want to do in life. No one really talks about that much, but... The, the wealth disparity of those who rent versus those who own you, you build up equity and you can use that education. You can use it for other types of development for your kids, but no one really brings that up that much. But home ownership is the number one correlation to wealth. And certainly not. Well, and, I, right and, and as I said in, in uh, the last show or the show before that is the uh, GPA is higher with people that own a home, their kids uh, proven. I'm not, you know, and and the other thing is, is I have some people come in every once in a while that uh, take cash out of their home to open a business, mm. which creates jobs. And then hopefully they have employees that make money there, you know. And so it's there's just so what you said, Kevin, there's so many other things you could do with that equity if you choose to, you know, or upgrade like Greg was talking about. And um, so uh, it, it, it just makes makes sense. It's something my children are going to do, hopefully, pretty much maybe a couple years out of college. They might go do their rental game in the apartment and have fun and sit next to the pool and all that good stuff. But eventually they got to, uh, hopefully they'll grow up a little bit and, 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 <laughs> you know, buy, buy the house. 
And so, it helps it helps uh, future yeah. generations, the kids and your grandkids and their their kids, because it helps continue to build wealth down the family line. So it's an important thing to think about. That's right. The uh, there yeah. are some areas in the country that are more profitable to buy a home than mm-hmm. Louisville. We see appreciation here in the Louisville area between three and four percent on average on a normal year. This year may be a little bit mm-hmm. different because there's such a shortage of yeah. homes. And as I tell you, we're continually looking to find homes to list. We had a, we've listed a bunch of homes in the past couple of weeks, Greg will tell you, and we've sold almost every single one within a matter of a couple of days. That's because of marketing, but also because there's such a, uh, a demand for homes. But there are areas that are even better, a lot better than the Louisville area if you're going to look to invest in a home, and, but you've got to live there. You've got to really move there. For example, St. Louis, Missouri, their margin uh, in terms of profits has gone from 22.4% for the average seller to 37.1%, which is spectacular. Columbus, Ohio, went from 37.1% up to 51.6%. This is because people are selling their homes if they want to move to the suburbs or another area, and they've been in their homes for a number of while, a number of years, and so they're seeing incredible amounts of uh, increase in value of their home. The demand from home buyers has skyrocketed this year. We, we've talked about this, but just to give you some numbers to roll around in your head on this early Sunday morning, compared to this year, last year, um, homeowner, home showings are up 62%. That's spectacular. Wow. Well, think about, think about what interest yeah. rates were this time last year yeah. versus this year. Mm-hmm. And I saw an interesting article come through. It wasn't one of the things that we had talked about for the show prep, but there was, they were talking about what the money, what people are spending money on and they spent their, their stimulus checks and things that the government did not expect people to kind of sit on it. Yeah. Um, and now they're using this money of equity. And, and if you can, and again, there is a big gap we know that there's a wealth gap and disparity, but the people on the other side, the higher side of this gap are moving at an incredible pace there there there's equity that we didn't know about before or or money from people that are just showing up hey interest rates it's it's we can't afford to rent anymore when interest rates are this low you have to jump in and yeah, it's true it's true the um we, we talk about supply demand the number of homes this is nationally now the number of homes on the market nationally is actually down this year 38 percent the higher sale prices price of homes up 15 percent homes are selling mm-hmm. faster in fact, in September, the average house was on the market for 21 days. And all this comes into uh, really a point of this is the time to think about buying if you haven't bought. And if you're thinking about selling and moving up, you're going to find fewer people in the market now competing against you, even though they're still there. And you will find that there are um, just an amazing amount of the profits to be taken if you're thinking about selling. And Randy, are there are there still zero down? I mean, is that is that a thing still? Like zero down where you oh, can yeah. get into these programs now? I mean, with interest rates there, zero down for qualified buyers. I mean, if you're renting and that is your circumstance, I mean, there's a lot of people doing Yeah. You they, better get with a realtor. You better get with a lender. Get with a, an attorney. Get your team together because there is literally no better time than, than what we see, what we see right now. It's just inventory. Well, we'll and it, what, but. What's interesting with that, Greg, is, is also the first time home buyer tax credits that uh, I, I do a lot for your company and, and it's just an amazing program. So, and again, I can, we could get into more details later. Uh, what if someone calls me, but yes, there are zero money down programs 
with a home buyer tax credit and they pay usually 150 to 300 dollars less than they're paying for rent net we'll take a break a month we'll pick this up in a, a minute on the other side of the break and we'll talk about our low mortgage rates to blame for the higher prices of homes that's coming up in just a couple of moments uh here with us today on our show randy rocky who is uh, one of the heads over at Swan Financial. They do a great job getting uh, home loans, get you the best deal, and get it closed. Their number, Randy's number, is 645-0736. Also, Kevin Dissler is in for Lee Harris. Over Lee, of course, is over at Limestone. She's under the weather, so Kevin was nice enough to fill in at the last minute. He's a normal regular of our show. And Kevin's over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys, and you can reach Kevin at 895-9900. And, of course, you can reach Lee at the limestone at 6497964 we hope Lee gets better my son greg does all of our marketing photography and so much more and you can reach me because we're continuing to look for people to help sell their homes you can reach me at 3765483 you can see what people are saying about us our sellers go to louisvillesellerstalk.com or if you want to read about it look at our reviews from both buyer and sellers go to louisvillezillow.com we're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, continuing to the top of the hour. With us here, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. In for Lee Harris, who's under the weather. Lee, of course, over at Limestone Title and Escrow. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, does a great job. The whole company does, 645-0736. 
my son, Greg, who does a great job on our marketing, photography, and so much more, is with us. And, of course, you can reach me, Bob Sekuller, anytime at 376-5483. And we thank Barbara Corcoran for her endorsement and continued support. And you can see Barbara on Shark Tank. Uh, not every week, but just on a regular basis, and she does a great job there. So are mortgage rates to blame for high home prices? Randy, the average in the past couple of weeks is between 2.8 and 3.2% for a mortgage. Correct on that? Uh, yes, uh, that's the APR rate. Uh, you can't get in that area. That is correct. Yeah, I, I just refi just about at that rate um, recently and saved myself an incredible amount of money per month which is great uh, for me. Um, home prices were 12.2% higher for the week of uh, this past uh, October than they were a year ago. And according to um, Sam Cater, who's Freddie Mac's chief, chief economist, it's unprecedented for us to get a massive run-up in home prices during a recession, which essentially is what we're in because of COVID-19. Low mortgage rates are helping buyers afford high-priced homes. They're creating a buyer frenzy in the housing market, no matter what price range you're in, and because of such low rates. Home buyers purchasing a medium-priced home at about $350,000. Now, that's not necessarily here in Louisville. I think it's more along the lines of two hundred and twenty to two hundred. We're, we're up this year, though. We're we're up Our around. Yeah. We're we're up around two seventy to eight. So I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's a it was a big jump, honestly, from where we were last year, which was around two thirty two forty. I mean, that's a big jump when you're looking at a year over year gap. But if you buy a three hundred fifty thousand dollar home, you're still going to pay about eighty dollars less uh, a month than if you purchased a home of $315,000 last year. So you're getting more home and paying less per month because of it. So that is good news all the way around. And it is thanks in part to the, uh, the mortgage interest rates. The question that we all have is what happens in the election, which is just a short time away. And who knows? We'll just keep our eyes open and see what happens, no matter which party either gets back in or is in, uh, gets in. It, there's going to be possible changes. We just don't know what's going to happen down the road. Single-family rentals are getting popularity. So here's something of, of interest. We've talked about uh, builders who are building for resale or for purchase. Now some builders are thinking about and are starting to build for renting. So they build a new house, and they build it to rent it out. And it does help them in terms of hedging against inflation. That's something going on around the country. And then here's something I wanted to talk about, and we've talked in brief, but I wanted to get Kevin's opinion. Randy, I don't know how much you're in the middle of this, but we, with our team and many agents here in Louisville, when we have a buyer who wants a home, one of the things that we suggest is that that buyer write a love letter to the seller about their home. And in hot markets like ours with low inventory and bidding wars, it seems harmless. The letters usually raise fair housing concerns. But so far in our area, Kevin, they haven't caused any problems. Do you see any problems down the line with agents writing love letters to a seller in order to gain their eye of approval and maybe get their offer accepted? I certainly, I have not heard any problems here locally, just like you, you had mentioned, but when you see some of the examples, I certainly see you've got various state, local, and federal discrimination laws 
And sometimes the letters that are written are painting the picture that uh, could be problematic. You know, if a, if, if a prospective purchaser didn't get the property and then you, you have a, a letter that was used to induce the seller to sell to you rather than perhaps another individual, you've got the whole litany of uh, ethnicity, marital status, and so forth that I could definitely see a, a problem could occur. Um, again, I haven't heard of any locally, but, you know, now that this has come up in other areas, yeah, I think it is problematic. And you would think it just takes yeah. one, right? I mean, you, you, we couldn't have seen it. I remember, for instance, maybe six or seven years ago, I had a buyer who went into a house and there was a beautiful scripture on the wall. And this was back before anybody was really writing letters. But in this particular case, we had known about it. We wrote a letter because they wanted to, and not in not in a competitive situation. They just wanted to write a letter. And they mentioned, oh, we knew the moment we stepped in, we saw this, it was a match, blah, blah, blah. And thinking back now, and we had this conversation, if they would have lost the home, it could have been received many different ways. And it would only take that one case to go to court to say, well, this was discrimination based off of blah, blah, blah. And then you're open the can of worms. It's a, consider where a potential buyer writes to the seller and uh, the, the real estate agent forwards this letter on that they can picture their children running down the stairs on Christmas morning for years to come in the house. Now, this statement not only reveals the potential buyer's uh, family status, but also their religion, both of which are protected characteristics under fair housing laws. Using protected characteristics as a basis to accept or reject an offer as opposed to price and terms would violate the Fair Housing Act. That's the issue that is in front of us, and I don't know how, folks, you're listening to us now on a Sunday morning. I don't know how you feel about it, but these are things that are, are occurring in other parts of the country. And we could see something like this come here to Louisville where there's concern and our real estate board says, okay, no more of these letters. Whether you feel this was completely innocent and is a good technique to try to gain the seller's affection and understanding and push the their their buyer into the spotlight and note it hasn't happened yet but all we're doing at this point is raising this issue for everybody to be aware of finally as we start to wrap up here the thing that we're all looking for is what will homes be worth in 10 years homeowners are watching their home values climb we've talked about throughout the show Significantly this year, prices are expected to continue to appreciate over the next decade. The National Association of Realtors reported that the median existing home price for all housing types in September was $311,800. Now, get a load of this. That's a 14.8% increase compared to a year ago. That's pretty impressive in just one year. Nationwide, yeah. The nation, this is nationwide. Yeah. But how high are prices poised to go over the next decade? Well, the new study shows that home prices in the U.S. have increased nearly 49% in the past 10 years. And if they continue to climb at similar rates over the next decade, U.S. homes could average 382000 that's compared to $311,800 by the year 2030. 
And that's according to a new study of home renovation loan resources. So, no, that makes sense. I just did the math. So Louisville, and I just, I've run these yeah. numbers all the time. Louisville for the past seven years has been about 4% growth on average. If you're looking at all the data. And if you take that, the numbers that you say nationwide, that's about 4.9% growth a year across a 10 year span, depending on those peaks and valleys. So, you know, it's steady and it's good, but we don't know what the market's going to be like tomorrow. But yeah, I think a big part of that is going to be the appraisers who have a tough job in our Louisville and all around the country, but keeping appreciation rates into that three to four, maybe four and a half percent range. Because in Nevada, just as an example, home prices have more than doubled since 2010, surging nearly 106%. And uh, on the other hand, prices in Connecticut have averaged a 1.12% increase in that same period. So in okay. Connecticut, which was already high, I think is probably one of the things you're seeing Nevada catch up to it. So it's, a, it's, a, it's really a crapshoot, but the good news is, uh, depending upon, it doesn't matter politics, the price of homes will continue to appreciate, and all of the people who are making investments are all going to feel uh, nice, happy when they start. Listen, as long as we have a society and a, a democracy in play, home prices should appreciate. People yeah, still need to live somewhere. You and know? it will. We're out of time. My <laughs> thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial at 645073. Thanks, thanks, Randy, for being with us. Also, thank you, Bob. Pinch hitting for Kevin, for uh, Lee Harris over at Limestone. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. My son, Greg, thank you. Son, Greg, thank you for being here as always. Does our marketing photography. And you can reach me, Bob Sikiller, anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. We're out of time. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.